Hello and welcome to another episode of the Point Forward Podcast. Talked a, a lot about Kyrie Irving last week, but uh, no shocker. Going to be talking about him a lot this week too, but uh, before we dive into things and talk about some other stuff going on in the NBA, I want to introduce my co-host PJ, who is nice enough to join us every week on uh, this podcast. What's going on, man? What's good, boy? Why Why'd you say it like that? I it's are you are you insinuating this is your podcast and not not mine? at all i want to make this clear. i want to be traded from this podcast you I want to make this clear the, you will we not are, share the load <laughs> i want to make this clear we are uh co-hosts in fact i'll give you credit pj was the first one to ever come up with wanting to do a podcast so shout out to pj no i uh yo i feel like you're just not letting my talents me I want the ball at the end, Ultra. I want to make the shot. Well, give me the reins, Ultra. Give me the reins of the podcast. I mean, you're. <laughs> it's not my fault that you wanted to to podcast with the third best pod podcaster of all time, man. Second or third best podcaster of all time. You just you, sometimes you gotta take a back seat. It's just the hand yeah. that you're dealt. Yeah, you're so passive aggressive on social media too. Let's, we should address. Yeah, that as my well. imprint on. And by passive aggressive, I mean non-existent. Yes, pretty <laughs> pretty non-existent. Um, before we talk about the Kyrie Irving trade demands that uh, leaked immediately after our last podcast came podcast came out last That's Friday. Like, so I do have some beef with NBA players and just rumors and like. We've been recording these on Thursdays for the last couple weeks now, and I feel like there's just been a ton of Friday, uh, Friday news drops that have just like yeah. Watch Kyrie actually get traded tomorrow. Tomorrow, and- <laughs> bro, I'd be so that mad. Fucking oh, oh, oh. oh no, I'd be real chapped. We'd probably have to do a second recording. Well, that's not the worst thing in the world, but. Um, yeah, so that uh, that no no question took everyone by surprise and is definitely the biggest headline in the NBA right now. But before we jump in on Kyrie, let's uh, I do want to talk about some other stuff that went down in the NBA this past week. Um, starting with Alan Crabb getting dealt from Portland to the Nets, who just seem to be willing to take on any draft pick or any uh, any big contract at this point, uh, and I'm sure that the Blazers are. It's ecstatic the fact that they were able to unload him, and uh, for Andrew Andrew Nicholson, right? Yeah, good old Andrew Nicholson, who the they, household name uh, that is Andrew Nicholson, who's gonna if he hasn't already, he's going to be cut by Portland, and um, Alan Crabb is going to be a net for the next three years at least. They finally uh, got their man's. Yeah, so is he going to start for them? I don't know. I mean, was, they wanted him last year. Yeah, very. It it makes a ton of sense for Portland trying to. I mean, they have one of the highest salary caps in the league. Trying to shed some of that, get uh get out from underneath the luxury tax. But um, I mean, I think this is gonna hurt. Like as as much as his net value to the team. Uh, you know, like he his ten points a game and pretty good defense isn't worth the uh, sixteen ish million dollars he's making a year. But he was a really good three point shooting team that could play off the ball when either CJ or 
Dame were were navigating, and you could play with the second unit when Evan Turner was, was had the ball in his hands as well. So uh, I think it's gonna it's gonna be felt. I just don't know if it's gonna really matter because I don't know. I'm I'm high on Portland as everyone knows that listens to this podcast <laughs> uh, based off last yeah. week. So which is also I didn't really address at the point, but it's interesting. Not that divisions really matter, but ultra that's a division rival of the t-wolves i know i know so i mean he he actually had a game last year his career high in the nba last year what did you think of him when you saw him in person that's all i care about what what were your how did your heart rate go up at all when i saw him he did not take my breath away (laughs) it was uh you only have eyes for cj (laughs) cj was real nice but Alan, uh, oh, Alan nice. left a little bit to be, yeah, he's real nice. Oh, hey Siri, are you gonna be starring in your own movie with Siri like The Rock did this past week, PJ? Mm, the Rock starred in a movie with Siri. That's something I don't. Know. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, he what? certainly did. Um, what? I just watched Ballers. That's um, I didn't see that. I was too busy watching Ballers. That's the only Rock entertainment that you're consuming. No, I consume all of The Rock, but I did not see that. Oh, did you see the, uh, maybe you didn't. Did you see that picture that was going around of, it was Kid Rock, Chris Rock, and The Rock? Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> I yeah. thought that was so funny. I had a good time with that, yeah. <laughs> I was, like, you... trying to think of stuff to do, but then, like, I was, like, just scrolling through, and there's so many funny things that I just... There's that, and then there's the J- the this week's like, and then the Jr. like looking high and being like, "That's not <laughs> Kyrie, that's Derek." Like all that stuff was killing me. And this is uh, this episode's segment of describing what tweet and memes look like to everyone. But uh, <laughs> the bad radio. It's probably, it, but maybe give it a Google. It's pretty funny. Yeah, anyway, just, um, you know, so yeah. I. The Alan Crab thing, I think, kind of makes sense for both sides. You get a, you get a, an asset. Uh, at least, I, actually, do you know what? I take that back. Why did the Nets do this? It yeah, makes a ton I of don't sense. know. Well, they, well, it's, I mean, they're the reason that the, they offered him this deal last year. So like, the even after a year, they're still like, yeah, that's good. And money then after after a year of ten points a game and really not doing much else, it's that's worth. They weren't that like to dodge them. a bullet. They're like, oh, we didn't dodge a bullet here. Like, you know, we still I mean, want yeah. this. Take on Mozgov contract, but you're getting, you're getting, uh, you know, a blue chip player along with them. But what's the upside? Was here? it? Did they? Did the? Did the Nets get a pick? I didn't think they got a pick. I thought it was like, they just were eating that. They had the trade except or whatever. They just took it on. No, but they got D'Angelo Russell. I mean. No, I'm talking. I'm going back to the crap, like the Alan. Crap. Oh, no. I yeah, think the was, piece with just... the Mozgov thing is D'Angelo. No, I'm talking about. The... Yeah, yeah. I thought you were asking. Did they also get a draft pick as well as D'Angelo? Uh, no, I'm talking but... about. No, no. I thought it was just straight up. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was. Yo, so they just really love them some Alan Crab. Like, yeah, I like Alan Crab. Like I said, not. Not that high on him. Damn, that's expensive. No, he's a guy. Like, that's the that's what I'm just I'm trying to figure out like what. Um, I got twenty k, twenty k, twenty three million a year. Then pay him sixteen. 
I would do a, a year of that, yeah, but multiple. I do three. Sign me up. Three year, sixty nine million. Of I would do Reddick. three one year contracts at twenty three million as long as I. Team options for team options for years two and three. Anyway, um, just three one year deals. Ultra don't need to get fancy with it. All right, sorry, sorry. Jeez. Um, I'm definitely forgetting another NBA topic that we were planning on hitting on. PJ. Uh, Brandon Knight tearing his ACL. Oh yeah, so that sucks. It's a bummer. I've always so I've always thought that the last few years where he has really kind of became borderline irrelevant when it comes to the NBA. He yeah. It's only last year. I thought last year was really his he had, 2 years ago was still nice. He, yeah, was, so but last year was like no, almost no minutes, really not doing much for the well, Suns. He's bad. And bad year. I always thought that if he's a guy that can get moved to a the right situation, he could be. Mean. I don't know. Uh, he's probably not going to be a top half of the league in point guard because that position is so deep. But I, I, I thought he's a pretty solid point guard. I thought he's talented scorer, could play. He's long, athletic, could do some things. And uh, I hope he bounces back. It's just bad news. Yeah, I mean he's. You know, he's kind of like in that like first person I thought of is like Rodney Stuckey kind of zone where he's in that middle. I mean, Rodney Stuckey is, is a little bigger than him, but like just like the not like that combo guardish zone that like you didn't necessarily like excel at one yeah, thing. Yeah, that's or like that's not a bad combo. But I don't know. He like um, I mean, dude, two years ago, yeah, he had two years ago he had nineteen. He, Almost averaged 20 points. Uh, but, yeah, he's, like, not really been – I mean, he's, his career, three-point, he shoots, like, 35%. Could probably get that up. Um, yeah, yeah the I Suns, mean, he's, like – he's never been a great shooter. How the Suns handled their point guard situation is just – it's so baffling to me. Like, how are you giving up Isaiah – when Isaiah then wasn't what Isaiah is now, but I'd rather I'd rather have him than than Brandon Knight to be honest. And I, I that trading him away doesn't make sense to me when Brandon Knight like clearly wasn't a great fit. Like why aren't you trying to move him? I, Dude, the way that was a pretty they treat they treat point guards just so bizarre and Drogic when he was there. It's just I don't know, man. And they got a, they got a haul for Drogic, so I'll give them credit there. I mean, dude, they just kind of, yeah, they've had some weird. Yeah, the, dude, they just have had some weird moves over like the years. Like they do some really cool stuff, and then it's like they give Tyson Chandler a bunch of money. They trade Isaiah Thomas. Like there's just like these certain little moves they make where you're like, all right, well, but like they draft Devin Booker, and he's friggin nice really good yeah. so uh it's like all right well i don't really know like they're probably shooting like 80 percent with their moves <laughs> like they hit like they do a lot of nice things but then like they have one really questionable one that kind of like cancels all the other like good ones out right so uh, before we we're going to be talking about the sun some more here in a second but before we do that i do want to talk about last night um 
last night we got a really cool high school matchup and yeah you know, I, I try to stay in you know, staying in tune with the NBA is take some some effort so I I'm not the best first in upcoming college recruits but LaMelo Ball and Zion Williamson are probably the two biggest names in high school basketball right now and they played each other in AAU tournament uh i think adidas aau tournament yesterday yeah, vegas and uh both kids showed out different styles i mean you still see the stuff from Lamelo where he's like pulling up from no yeah, shit 45 the, feet away and it's there was pretty, the one where he airballed it and i saw it's it pretty it's pretty hilarious it. but he's uh definitely a little more a little more flashy than um then his older brother, uh, both of his older brothers, for that matter, but Lonzo specifically, like definitely a different style, more of a score first point guard. It'll be interesting to see if he changes that as so, he gets older. So, so you want to hear my one take on Lamelo so far? Yeah, my impressions of him. So you and I both He's trying to be Steph, dude. Yeah. So I mean, well, no. So what I immediately thought of is like, uh, so you and I both have younger brothers, so. This is this is where this is gonna go. So like, did you ever have like with your younger brother? Like, did you ever have those moments where like they got really not like the thing I'm thinking of immediately is like video games. Where, like they got really nice at like a video game, and then they were just like they had like a couple tricks they would always break out, and they were just like were just like really just like brutally just like cutthroat with it. Like they're just like kind of show trying to show you up and be, and then like they were just would not let it go like that was just like oh this is my thing i have up on my brothers like i can do this or whatever uh, see, i i have one brother that yes he's you know the I mean? one that that you know he's the youngest so he he's always looking for like that thing that he can say that he does better and and shit like that my my other brother is like he's just the nicest kid ever and he just you know doesn't really do that but i get what you're saying i think most younger brothers are kind of like that where it's like they just want to like find that thing, but it's just like I feel like with Lamelo, it's 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 kind of like that. Where it's just like oh, like you know these brothers, you know two older brothers playing basketball, whatever. But like I'm just gonna like I gotta stand out, so I'm gonna do these things. But it's like oh, I'm gonna shoot really far out. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get really good at shooting far from far away. I'm just gonna do that. Or, you know, just, like, kind of some of the stuff he does, it's, like, it just is feels, like, very much like, hey, guys, look at this, like, look how dope I am, look I am, like, you know, you know what I mean, kind of, I don't know if I'm doing as good a I job do. in my head as I thought. No, yeah, you, it just, well, like, kind of seems like, yeah, like, I think he, what you were He comes across, I, I think what you're saying is, is, if you were to watch Lonzo, uh, LiAngelo, and LaMelo play basketball separate from one another... If you were to guess which one's the oldest, the middle, and the youngest, you'd easily be able to pick out the youngest in Lamelo. I mean, and I'm not saying right. like obviously appearances will tell you that, but if you just they play, that they play, that they play, that they play, yeah, you can kind of see it the way the Lamelo. Well, plays. and that's like what I'm like. I feel like Lonzo could have played like Lamelo in high. Like he probably could have been pulling up like that from in high school, but he just like is. I mean, you like can. That. You can argue he's shown more of that in summer league than he did while he's at UCLA. I mean, the first game he played, he shot 15 times, he shot over right. 10 three pointers. I mean, he's just pressing the issue a little bit. Uh, but it, 
you know, as soon as Lonzo focuses on getting his teammates involved, that's when you he is a really special player. Where Lamelo, you just see these flashes of scoring, where it's like, well, wow, and that's crazy. So the but he other, also, good. Oh, I was just thinking, like the other thing with it, like if you break down, like it'll just psychoanalyze the ball brothers, like. You would assume, like, Lonzo comes up, and then, like, LiAngelo. So, like, they're kind of, like, the first – they're the origin part of, like, LeVar Ball. But by the time – since, like, LaMelo is a couple years behind, like, LeVar was, like, fully ramped up into, like, full LeVar, what we now know. Like, that's, like, was – he was completely raised up through basketball, like, with that full thing, whereas, like, LaMelo and, and LiAngelo kind of were probably, you know, LeVar was a little bit more tame, you know, at points until, like, they both got really nice and, you know, were obviously the best players on their teams then. But, like, so I feel like some of LeVar's swagger, like, where everyone says, like, it's not in Lonzo at all, I feel like all of the swagger and, like, some of that stuff, like, if any of them are going to have it, it's going to be LaMelo. And, like, with his hair and everything, I just feel like, he will be the most, like, action-wise, the most, like, most representative of those, of those three kids. Like, he will be the most like LeVar as far as, like, his outspokenness is kind of, like, in-your-faceness with some of it, too. You know, I, like, it's, like, super interesting. He's, like, the one that I'm just, like, he's going to have all this and I could just see him just like, cause no one's really that high on LiAngelo. Like they're like, yeah, I might be there for three years that like, he might be the last of the balls to actually get drafted. He might be the last, like enter the league. <laughs> right. But, like, I don't know. It's like, or it'd be like a Taylor Griffin, uh, Blake Griffin situation. They both go in the same year. <laughs> that would be, Oh boy. I feel bad for LiAngelo if that was to happen. But. <laughs> Hey, I guess not down. I wouldn't feel that. Honestly, so I was going to mention this before. It doesn't seem to me like Le, LeAngelo has a great shot at making an no. NBA. Unless that dude he'll is just. Check. He'll be a second round pick, I bet. Unless he's just such a knockdown shooter. No, he's not. Which, he's he, I mean, he, he, he's got a nice nice shot and he's, he's pretty athletic, but he's not just not fast enough. Like, he's not going to be able to defend a thing. And he's not quick enough to really. He's like got something to him. Like he's he's got... big. I mean, he's a Dude, he could be like a, a big probably guy. be a football player. Probably he maybe no get question. On UCLA tight end and spot. We haven't even talked about this guy, but is it Zion? Zion yeah. Williamson. Yeah, if you haven't seen Zion Williamson, like I've. Oh. So he's been like dude a football is, player. That dude's like two thirty. I mean, he's he's that dude can ball. So that's that's the difference. Yeah, so he, I mean, he could dunk, yeah. know that. If, if you uh, haven't already, which, like, you should be doing, like, but, like, you, you'll be a little bit behind, but you need to get in on, like, YouTubing Zion Williams highlights because they're a treat. And I think I've been, I think I've been flooding ultras. Like, in our group text or, like, whatever, like, I'm just, like, every time I see a hot new Zion Williams, like, little Vine clip, a little clip there it's like i need to send this to everyone because they're epic they look they're like stupid yeah i mean he's been throwing throwing down some really sweet the fact that he's able to pull off dunks like that is impressive the fact that he does it with his frame he's he's 
he's a monster. Um, how he's going to translate into college will be interesting. And did he commit somewhere? No, not yet. Hopefully he goes to Duke. <laughs> I'm sure he's considering Duke. Yeah, there was a Coach K had this whole, like, thing about how, like, if Zion Williams came, Williamson, it's Williamson, shit. Zion Williamson came to Duke, he would, uh, like, the, he could be, pre, he could be roommates with the future president of the United States and, like, all this kind of stuff. Like, he was saying some wild stuff. But he is not, I'm double checking. But it, I don't yeah, even he's know like, what that means. He was just like, yeah, the Duke experience would be so much different than any other place he chose. Like, and it was kind of weird. But, yeah, he's 6'7", 230, um, just a man-child, like I said. Um, but, yeah, he is not committed anywhere. I'm just double-teching before we got too far into the uh, into our other stuff. So, yeah, not committed, class of 2018, ranked second. Who's first? Uh, this kid, Marvin Bagley, who's from Arizona. Hmm. I would definitely yeah. would have guessed it's but like number one. Yeah, yeah. He's so he's in the same class though as uh as uh Bulbul. Um, oh, nice. Another fun so, guy to keep an eye on. That's gonna be a fun yeah. draft class. No, um, this is a pretty. Nice talk. I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to talk. I'm ready to talk about Kyrie. Yeah, we've we've uh, delayed it enough. I'm. I'm still annoyed that this came out. Like you alluded to earlier, that this came out. The day after we I was recorded trying last to time. think of the other thing that broke after we recorded and I the only thing I thought was like the Jimmy Butler trade like going down because that was close yeah we talked about that right we did the before. preview pod but but like that was know. like expected it doesn't but there was it doesn't matter but, yeah, but this is oh man the first thing I want to get your take on for this is you do you do you do, do I you think he's get traded no, well, we're going to cover that too, but I want to know if you agree with, like, does it make sense to you why he wants to get traded? Uh, yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, uh, All you know, things looking, considered here. Yeah, like, I can see the argument for, like, why he'd want to, I, and it's like, because, I mean, I will say, and I think a lot of people can make this argument and, and probably have, is that. Like, I'm sure playing with LeBron isn't the easiest thing, like, in the world. I, I'm almost, not, I don't think, like, I'm pretty sure I would assume it's not just because of how, and, like, the, the, you can see the conflicts. And it was, like, it's nothing, like, that's been brought up since it dropped as, like, anything different than what was kind of being said about them, about Kyrie and LeBron. Like, when LeBron first announced he was going back to Cleveland, it was, like, you know, they're both, like, very ball-dominant guys, and I think, um, you know, I just, I think Kyrie's probably looking at it as, like, a situation where they won their championship, but, you know, he's at the point in his career where I think he wants to, and clearly, if, like, by expressing this, like, wants to be the guy, like, he wants to be looked at, and I don't necessarily think, like, he needs to um, like be the face of a franchise, but I think it's like, you know, when you look at in the finals, like his the the shot, the stop, the block stuff, like he was the shot, and I think he really, 
I'm sure a full off season after that, like really like that. And then I think this year to kind of give some of that, you know, I think he was kind of maybe in that moment, like, yo, like look LeBron, like I can knock these down. Like, let me be that dude. And you didn't really see that at all this playoff. So I could see coming off of like, from his perspective, you look at the two off seasons, just like his feelings, he'd be kind of be like, man, like, you know, if LeBron had let me kind of take over a little bit, like he had that Boston game. I mean, like he, he can do it. Obviously. I just think it's like, it's one of those things. And I, I get it from LeBron's perspective because it's like, if, if LeBron lets Kyrie do that, then it's almost the, we all know what the story's going to be. It's like, Oh, LeBron can't be the top, you know, four, but he's, he's giving it up to Kyrie and just like the weight of things on LeBron. And LeBron, it's to be tough. Like he's been the dude. He like still rightfully should be the guy. And like, that's not a, a easy thing to ask someone to like do that has never done that. And it's like, and a guy, especially who controls the game so much to then like give up that control. You know, that's a difficult thing. So I, and I think that's difficult to play with too. Like, I mean, I, I see both sides of it. Uh, like, I understand the frustration, but I also understand, like, why there's not an easy, like, olive branch for LeBron to extend and be like, yeah, oh, and, like, oh, you know, I understand. Like, let's try this, or we can do it this way, or something. Like, there's not an easy way. Because both of those guys want something that can't be shared. Right. So here, I... I think the whole the timing of all of this doesn't make a lot of sense to me because the timing is weird. Yeah, the timing and the these are the teams I want to go to. Cleveland's gonna Cleveland's gonna deal them wherever yeah, they can get the best that's, yeah, value. That's the that was the part of it where I was like, here's my wit. Like you have no leverage in this. Like no, so, they're gonna trade you where they can get. You yeah, know, like other you said, the most other value, than like the most back. Other than. The only thing they could try to do, and this is the thing the Knicks try, the Knicks have been known to do, is they try to trade guys where they want to go, so that yeah. other players are more likely to sign with them in the future. I don't think that that's going to happen. The Knicks, the Knicks are only trying to do that with Melo because he's got a no trade clause. Right, he doesn't but, have a no trade clause. Right. I'm just saying. Yeah, they, I mean, you you said this already too. Ky- Kyrie has no leverage here. He's like he may end up going to Phoenix, and are you gonna be more happy being the man in Phoenix than playing with LeBron? A lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of money, a lot of money going to the finals again this next season. Come on, man! And this is like this has been brought up by several people on on various podcasts this this past week. Because you know anything coming out in the media about the NBA right now seems to be about Melo being traded or Kyrie being traded. That. There are plenty of games during the regular season where you can be the man that LeBron LeBron can That's take the night off, LeBron can yeah. reduce his minutes, that you can like step up and do some stuff and But Cleveland's Cleveland hasn't been good when it's just Kyrie playing. No, I get that, but like a regular season shot, whatever, like that's like a a a twenty four hour, maybe like a week that gets played by the dude maybe has like one of the most historic NBA Finals, like, shots in history. Like, that is going to be up there as far as 
moments, everything like that series, and like him being the guy that made a shot. I do like uh, from that perspective. Like that's the first thing I thought of is like, all right, I did that. Like, and now I have to give that back. Like it was. I feel like that was kind of his moment where he was just saying, "Look, LeBron. Like I can do this. Like let me do this. Like let me be." that guy like you do so many other things but like at the end of the game and i i can kind of like understand where it could work like it's like you saw it with lebron and this is the final like he just at the game five like fourth quarter he was just gat like he had nothing left but it's like if you do a thing where lebron like controls all this and then fourth quarter it's you kind of hand it over to Kyrie, but like you're there i mean i could see maybe but i i also don't know how like unless LeBron is like willing just as like at a place where he's like comfortable with that where he no, would P- actually P- do that. PJ, you're you're a hundred percent right that playoffs so, playoffs plays into this, but but like the regular once, the regular season he hasn't he has not done enough in the regular season to think that he can be your number one option on like a championship caliber the regular team. Regular season doesn't matter. It matters enough that you have to get to the playoffs. Do you think the Cavs they're going to? They're going to. That's like. Do you do you yo. think the Cavs? I am not a hundred percent convinced that if you take that roster minus LeBron and have Kyrie there, that they're the anything East right now. That they're anything better than like a five five seed ish uh, in the 50, East right now. Dude, PJ, they, won, they won fifty games last year, Peach. Dude. Dude, look at those how, in the how East. many how many how many wins do you think LeBron's worth? Handful, no question. And if they lose a handful more games, they're slipping behind Washington. They're slipping behind. But the Toronto. competition's worse now. They would they would not slip out of the top four. And Washington not. and Toronto didn't lose anything really. Did to. Bro, bro. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not saying this that they're. Is... I'm not saying they're going to be a bad team. I'm saying that if you take LeBron off of them, I think the Cavs are four seed. And then in the playoffs, if they have to win games where Kyrie has been unquestionably great in flashes, where he's putting up forty, he's putting the team on his back, he's unstoppable, even against great defenders like Avery Bradley. Like everyone remembers, is going to think of the game that comes to mind is game four against the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals. He was unbelievable, no question. But go back and look at games one and two and then some other, some earlier rounds in the playoffs too. It's not like Kyrie's like killing it. And like, hey, maybe Kyrie, here's the argument against this, right? He's the number one option. He is going to feel pressure to do that every night. And hey, maybe he can do it. I love to see him try. Well, I think that's what he wants to show. They're just... and yeah, I I, comm- I commend him for it. I'm not knocking Kyrie yeah, right. for wanting to do this at all. I just don't really know why he's doing it. Well, he, he this must have been wearing on him, right? I don't think he's ever really liked playing with LeBron. Uh, I think he's nah. I don't know about that. I think he's I I I mean he's said it enough. Unless he's I don't really think he's like super phony dude and he's pretty he's obviously very intelligent too like he's really yeah. well he's a very thoughtful person i think i think after them winning it was kind of like all right i've had two years with lebron like i've i've graduated like that's what i'm getting like that moment like it would be like you okay here's yeah this is this is gonna be the best way i think i can break it down so it is similar to 
like when you were when we're in college or when you're like living on your own for the first time in college and then you like just getting that kind of that freedom that taste of freedom and then that feeling you got when you had to move back for the summer with your parents and it's like you kind of just feel like restricted and all of a sudden it's like I can't go by my own rules I gotta play in these other person's rules like in that moment in the finals like Kyrie was free and he got that taste and really liked it but then after that it was like Papa LeBron's back like you gotta follow Papa LeBron's rules and then you know you play out this last season in the finals like it's kind of Papa LeBron's whole thing and there wasn't really like any moment where like and they did for five games like it was the same thing like there wasn't that point where any point they tried to turn it to Kyrie I can see and like I that just you know reflecting on that I can see there being frustration plus I mean I don't know if it really falls on the other them but like look at just the instability of that organization right now like losing David firing David Griffin and all that too like there's so much going on with that team right now that like I think is all playing into it where and the rumors of LeBron leaving next year like for Kyrie, it's like, yeah, I kind of want to go now. Like, I'd rather, like, I don't want to wait around a whole year and deal with people asking, like, oh, what if LeBron leaves? Like, what's that mean for this team? Like, like nah, I'm good. Like, I'd rather just, like, set up shop somewhere else. I got my ring. Let me let me see what I can do on my own with, like, a, a, my own squad and, and right. know, having the respect of being an NBA champion. And Kyrie, I think – more than anything wanting to be traded now that's being driven by what like i think his legacy is important to him and i think he wants to be Mm. happy and like enjoying playing the game of basketball and i think that those are the two things that are lacking right now i just personally think that's it's tough to put those things ahead of knowing that you're going to be a top four team in the league and have a really good chance of playing for a ring and when but, being traded, you're probably going to be in a worse position. Like even if you're, even if you're, like you're the number one option on a team, and you just put, a, you're a monster. There are a lot of which a lot done. of the teams that have the that have the assets that could get Kyrie. They're just not going like unless he's gonna go to Boston, which I don't see the the Cavs ever making a deal with them unless they're really just throwing the kitchen sink at them, you know, like they're just, you know, picks and a few of the wings that they've gotten, and you know maybe uh, Jay Crowder. I get if if you go to the Suns, are you gonna be competing for so, a championship? Well, so the Suns one, so there's there's two parts of this when you broke out of the Suns. So first is like, so yeah, then you have a backcourt where you're like setting up with Devin Booker and him but like is that going to be a situation where they those two could blend as like john wall bradley beal which is like or cj when brad wall john wall and bradley beal oh yeah we have that's something we needed to bring up also. yeah yeah shout out you man <laughs> yep that's on me anyway keep going and that was i'm glad that naturally got brought up and i didn't disappoint i didn't give you shit about that before we recorded but so like those two kind of co- but like McCollum and and Damian have like a very good relationship. So like, would a Devin Booker situation with Kyrie work out that way, or do you end up what ends up happening is like in a year or two from now, 
Devin Booker's in in Kyrie's shoes and like, no man, I want my own. You know what I mean? So yeah. he, I think for him, he definitely and like the teams he listed, like especially Minnesota and the Spurs are like talented teams that like, but their best players are guys that could are definitely the best players and like it's their teams like Minnesota it's Cat, San Antonio it's Kawhi, but like on those teams and like in that type of dynamic thing, like he could be the guy that gets the like shoots the ball. Um, even what was the other two teams he said? Uh, the Knicks. Yeah, Knicks. Like same thing. Like, he he could be that. Yeah, with Chris Stops, or uh, there was was the fourth. Was the fourth? I was blank. I was blanked on this earlier today too. But yeah, like those situations, you could see. We're like, yeah, like I, I can see him in playing and in those and like getting to like can to those keys a little bit um so you know but like for him like well the the last thing but like it's odd to me though too because it's like well david griffin gets fired right before the draft it's like he must have like like that timing of that too because it's like for Kyrie. He had been thinking about this for a while because if you're really thinking about the bet, if if you want it out, you should be upset. Been saying that before the draft. Miami, oh Miami, yeah, 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 Miami. So there too, yeah, he could be that guy too. Uh, But like, if you really want it out for sure, like you should have been doing that before the draft because then you definitely could have. Like it would have given everyone a real good chance at that um because now it's kind of a sticky spot now that it still can't be done like kevin love was traded after the draft um and guys like that so i mean but it's dude it's it's weird and for cleveland yeah like they need to they're not gonna do unless they can get something that because lebron is still there and it's like what would be funny is like this almost like re-sparks lebron to like no i'm not leaving cleveland like i'm I've been staying here, like, you know, whatever. Like, maybe he wanted to go to L.A., but, like, this thing goes down. He's like, no, nah, I'm staying in Cleveland now. Like, I'm not, you know, whatever. Yeah, if, if that's what ends up happening, we would never know if he was just planning on staying in Cleveland all along. Well, or... right, that'd be the biggest what if, you know. And um, But, yeah, I mean, the thing is, too, like, Kyrie's, well, here's Kyrie's idol if. is, like, Kobe. That's his dude. But so, here's, like, another, a lot another, here's another what, another what if for you. I was thinking about this uh, this week a lot, and part of me thinks that all of this is orchestrated by LeBron. Part of me yeah. thinks well, that a lot of people think there's no beef between Kyrie and LeBron. That LeBron told Kyrie he wants he wants to get out, uh, that he's going to leave after the season, and that he wants Kyrie to leave. Um, if if he if he said that he's like, hey, this this can you know this can be good for my image you could be the number one it'll make it it'll make it easier when i leave for la because the narrative is going to be like how could he possibly stay in cleveland with the the roster they had and uh because Kyrie got dealt and the only reason that Kyrie's going to get dealt is because if Kyrie demands to be traded oh that's very conspiracy theory of you ultra I just I'm not a hundred yeah I would say I like ten percent that that's the truth 
So, I mean, the one thing I was going to say about it is, like, I could definitely see this being, like, a big thing, and then it's, like, he doesn't get traded, and, like, we enter in training camp, and they kind of start playing together, and it's just, like, once you're back in it, then it's, like, all right, yeah, we can do this. Like, they're just, like, they kind of mend things, and it's, like, in January, we're, like, talking, like, oh, remember when they were talking about trading Kyrie, man, I'm glad I didn't do that. <laughs> um... But, yo, your little thing, like, that's some, like, deep NBA internet, like, Reddit, like, theory, like, crazy stuff there. I, uh, that's, like, up there with, like, LeBron being Wilt's son or something, like, that kind hey. of theory shit. Yeah, I, I have no idea, but I did, so let's, um, yeah, let's, so do you, do you think Kyrie's gonna get traded, and if yes... Who is the most likely trade candidate? I have no idea who the most likely trade candidate is, but I think it's like now that he's back. For, well, the thing I found interesting with it is like so that news dropped last Friday, but since then, outside of Bill Simmons throwing all those fucking whack ass <laughs> trade proposals, with like minimum three teams <laughs> they have to be like four. They're all fourteen trades essentially, but. Uh, <laughs> Like, there hasn't been any, like, buzz, like, about teams putting packages together, like, things being sorted out. So, it's, like, which makes sense. Like, guy was in China, but, like, if it was, like, for 100% sure, like, I don't think the Cavs would be waiting. I mean, they just hired their GM, so, like, he's got to get settled. Like, kind of what we were saying with the Kings guy, Scott Perry. But, uh, yeah, I feel like you would be really quick to just like start getting that ball rolling and but we just haven't heard anything since that like Kyrie wants to be traded like that's it so that's where I think it's like they're kind of maybe going around the stance of maybe more like nah like let's let's get him back like let's get him to talk to the new GM let's get well, they're not going to do anything drastic so I think it gets drawn out um hopefully Melo gets traded before Kyrie um Unless they get traded for one another in some way. See, I think it's happening. I think that's what's going to happen. I think these are going to happen at the same time. They'll be a uh, part of the same trade, or they're just going to happen near each I think, other. I think. I think. I think Kyrie to New York. I think Mello. Mello likely to the Cavs, and I think another team gets gets in there to give the Cavs an, ass, an asset, and then the Knicks are also going to end up trading Frank the Tank, their newest draft pick. And uh, Sure. I mean, they've got I think, a, that, I think that's just the most likely scenario for Kyrie. I can see that. Uh, there is... But, yo, you've got to get... You, if you're Cleveland, though, and you're dumping Kyrie, like, you've got to get... Probably you should, like... Definitely, like, Iman, to me, makes sense, is, like, get that contract off, like, that's been a lot of like this trade proposal. Like you've got to get some either bad money off your books or like do something else. Like if you're gonna trade away Kyrie, like you gotta definitely be. If you're the Cavs, you've got to be in a better situation. Like for because the worst case scenario you are is like you trade him, still have these junk contracts or some you know guys, but then it's like you're back in the 2011 season again. Uh, and LeBron's left, and you've just got this, or 2010 season, yeah. 
it's 2010 season you got a bunch of misfit pieces that were like all built around like two players that aren't there anymore I uh I put it at almost 0% chance the Timberwolves make a run at Kyrie, but I got to say something in here. If it would happen, I'm not sure if it'd be well, for the overall. Like, I don't know if the team's better if you're getting rid of Wiggins and trade Teague later in the season two and you have Kyrie, but it, bam, man, it would be, it would be fun. It would be well, so fun. Yo, so, I mean, like, for that, like, they would need – like that could be a situation, yeah. If like it goes into training camp and like after a month, they're like, yeah, this just isn't gonna work. Like then Minnesota's talking because they they can't trade Teague till December fifteenth, like fourteenth, fifteenth. Yeah. yeah, so um, they're a dark horse, but if they, because I, like, I think I think if Williams is on the table, I think the Cavs are really listening. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> Hey be, Andrew. Be. Hey Andrew, remember <laughs> I traded you for for Kevin? And I'm and then, sure glad you're here now. Let me tell you. I'm gonna give Kevin, you the, hey, remember that time that you got tra- we got traded for each other? I mean we're playing together. Ain't that weird? Yeah. That's this is how LeBron that would definitely sure be how is LeBron. LeBron. Talks. Uh, uh yo. That would be fucking wow. But that would be a pretty good that's like Minnesota would make the most sense for it, to be honest. Like, so what? You would trade Kyrie and Iman for Wiggins and Cole Aldrich, and probably another team to take on Gory Diang's contract. No, you trade Teague, Wiggins. Yeah, I mean, if this is going into the season, yes, you could do that. Yo, I think that would be. But the only no, thing I mean you, they wouldn't give up Teague and Wiggins for Kyrie and Iman. That's no, that's Why too would much. You not? That's too much. Why would you not? Yo, Kyrie is. Oh man, I think that makes sense. So I can't. I don't. I I love Kyrie. Obviously, he's number one on the, my list last week of favorite players. Tibbs ain't gonna be able to make him play defense though. He uh, he can't play defense. He's injury prone. And one thing I can at least give credit to Wiggins is that he can score. He can score in isolation. Not I mean, as good as Kyrie, but he can do some stuff. He averaged almost twenty four points a game last year, and he's I think missed one game since being in the nba so his durability is like that is an asset that is like super valuable i do you love durability so much Mm -hmm. gosh it's a good thing derrick rose didn't sign with your team oh yes it is that's another thing god derrick that's i don't know it's weird it's gonna be weird seeing him play with lebron to be honest yeah man it is um it is. Uh, so, but you, you think it gets traded, he gets traded, but you think it's going to be a few weeks. Uh, I don't know, man. No. I mean, I want to see now that he's back, like kind of what he had his little, I'm coming home, seeing thing on Snapchat, which is, I thought was funny. You were, didn't think much of it. I thought he was kind of like being a little. Well, so now there is a report. Today, the report today is that he really wants to go to New York and New York is the place he wants to go. And that's where he landed. From, and from it could the, happen. I mean, it, there's, they, 
if they if they're okay if they're willing to move mellow which they'd be crazy not to and they're they can move frank there those are two assets and they haven't had those obviously kp is untouchable so you know kp Kyrie starting point that's nice you can work with that that's playoff team in the east yeah but why would Cle- cleveland would only want to do that if they're getting more bad like if you're getting there. a third you're getting a third team involved to kick something towards cleveland and Cleveland's also getting mellow, and they're also shitting a contract. Yeah. That's the only way that's going down. But I think that, I mean, I think they can make it happen. If I'm New York, I'm doing everything I can to get Kyrie in there. Be the, oh, fuck be, yeah. I mean, he'd be the biggest thing to come to that city since Mello first came there, and people would be way more excited for Kyrie coming there than Mello. Yeah. Well, Kyrie Kristaps would be fucking sick. Oh, yeah, man, whoa. it'd be yeah, it'd be fun I mean, I all of a sudden. It. Yeah, it I would mean, ch- be really good for the NBA too. Like the Knicks, the Nipper, the Nipper, the Nipper, the Nipper, the Nipper, the Knicks have sucked, and it'd be fun to see them actually be I decent. Remember Patrick for a minute. <laughs> Hot minute. Uh, that's the first ever Bulls game I ever went to. It was Knicks Bulls '97. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Uh, but real <laughs> quick before we any any other Kyrie notes. No, I mean I think it's like yeah I don't don't think he's for sure getting traded though I I said I think it's fifty fifty that's huh, that's where I'm at with it I don't I think yeah once he's back let's see if some shit probably tomorrow ends up coming out about it all like all the shit we're saying right now means nothing but yeah, I'm we, we appreciate the listen folks I'm not making I'm not making any predictions this week. Uh, after John Wall signing and me, I just feel That's like bullshit. the last couple of things that I've made yeah, you should say on. some say say it so that I know I'm gonna be right. So I want Kyrie to get traded, so I'm gonna say he he's not traded. gonna get traded. So now he is gonna get traded. Yeah, Kyrie is not gonna get traded Wink. until during the season. Well, no, so he's definitely gonna get traded before, or not at all. All right. Well, that's my prediction. We'll see. What <laughs> You're just saying that because you want him to go to Minnesota. That's bullshit. Well, don't don't hate be on so me, dude. biased, Ultra. Hey, I I, I think anyone that's listens to this consistently, I think, has an idea of where the most bias is coming in. We talk it's a lot of bulls you, on here. It's, it's from you and all the influences that your friends have on your basketball takes. You're just a vessel for all your friends' basketball takes, Ultra. Well, you must feel pretty lucky since you're my friend then, PJ. So you're biased about the Bulls, too. So we're just a biased Bulls podcast. And I'm not very biased about the Bulls. I do no, talk honest. about them more than they should. I do. We do talk about the Bulls more than we should. That's but. That seems right. But they, I don't know. They've, they've had some pretty noteworthy news things lately. I mean, it's got to feel good that uh, you're probably not going to overpay Mirazich. Yo, I hope they give him so little money. Uh, like, I, I'm thinking like, them... I'm thinking like a three-year, twenty million dollar contract. Yo, no, that dude shouldn't get twenty. Million. I want him to have like eighteen. I want him to be like three eighteen. Just keep bringing it down. Just keep bringing three, it down. Three fifteen would be like almost too much. If you were a restricted free agent this year, like. God. I'm sorry. Unless your name is Otto Porter. God. But he was the only. But Otto Porter is actually good. Like, oh god, he they is just good. He's not thirty million a year good though. No, but like, 
he's he's good enough that like they had to do that. Like yeah, that you're right. well, no, I mean he's good enough in the status where like if none of the other twenty nine teams like offered it and just like let with the like your competitive thing like you've got to off. It's so, like someone's got to offer him the max there just to like for like. R- like historically, you know, normal, like just competitive reasons. Like you can't just let right. Washington get him for less than that, right? Like you've got no. to kind of hurt the ball. It's dude. uh, <laughs> it's uh, I cannot believe uh, you're saying that the I'm gonna the thing that's gonna stick with me from this podcast is that you saying the Cavs would fall out of the top four in the the current NBA East if LeBron wasn't on the team. Like so, LeBron is great, but unless LeBron is going to a different Eastern Conference team, <laughs> you, PJ, my friend, have overhyped the, Cavs, the East. You here's have, my here's my question: How, Were the, the Cavs healthy this year? Right, for the most part, they're about as healthy. Oh, they had a little injury bug with Love. They were healthy. Oh, bro! They finished bro. with the same record as Toronto. They they finished. And Toronto had Kyle Lowry out for like a month. They finished with two more wins than Washington. Trying to win games. Dude, they weren't trying to. Dude. Oh. And you take LeBron off this team. You're telling me that they're going to win. They're only going to win one less game? No, they're going to they're gonna be mid-40 win team without LeBron. I be, no, I bet you they would win the same amount of regular season games. They would not do as well in the playoffs, obviously. Like, it would be a much closer playoffs, but... Mm. Well, we'll Yo. see when, when Kyrie is traded and he gets to run his own team. We'll see how many wins they pile up, dude. You got to keep in mind, he's only pl- he's never played more than 72 games in a regular season. Yeah. That's going to hurt their wins, too. I mean, if he, if you told me if if Kyrie is a guaranteed, he's playing eighty two games next season. I agree Dude, with you. I think they probably some, win fifty one games. But yo, but there's so much trash. Like there's so much. There's so many easy. That's just why I don't like the bottom half of the East is so easy. Like Kyrie wouldn't have to play, and they would win. 90% of the like, oh dude, like they would get so many. There's just no way, man. Toronto loses the Bulls. Like Toronto couldn't beat the Bulls in the regular season. Like, damn, dude. I like well, Toronto. I just that's the one that triggered me because I'm kind of completely done with the Raptors. I'm done trying to believe in them. Hey, I mean, I think that they're, I think they're pretty dumb to pay all the guys they paid this offseason too. You know, like the Raptors probably like get the Hornets will just like work the Raptors. There's like some of those like mid the rest of the middle tier Eastern Conference teams all get like well I'll work the Raptors because they just like they're a mentally soft team. <laughs> wow, shots fired. Well, yeah, we know that are. you're not going to be rooting for the Raptors next year, but let's uh let's close up shop, Peach. Uh, thank you always for everyone that uh, that listens. Um, please check us out at uh, pointfortnba.com. Email us at thepointforwardnba at gmail.com. Uh, check us on Twitter. And please, we'd really appreciate a review on uh, iTunes or Stitcher. And, uh, hey, let's uh, let's pray for some NBA news. As long as it keeps coming out, we'll, we'll be bringing podcasts to you. So um, talk to you soon.